0: Welcome back, everyone, to the first November edition of the Eats Beat podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy.
1: I'm Robert Philpott.
0: And Steve Wilson. So we kind of are coming into the holiday season, and we'll tell you all about turkey and where to eat and all that. But there's just one big uh, warning I want to give everyone going into the holidays, and that is about gift cards. I mean, guys, you know, when you go into a restaurant, a lot of times, Thanksgiving, Christmas, they have big signs up, buy gift cards now, gift cards for giving. Do we know about gift cards?
1: My gift cards um, usually, I, I usually—I don't get very many restaurant gift cards, but I seem to from the in-laws get uh, a Starbucks gift card every year. And and I use it, but sometimes I forget it's in my wallet. Okay.
2: Uh, I get gift cards when they're on sale. You know, like if you got a good good deal on it, I'll get
0: it. And use it myself. (laughs) How many gift cards or Groupons do you have that you haven't used yet? I've probably got three or four. Um, I I think I have a Groupon I haven't used yet. Okay. Well, let me just give you the warning, and this is the Better Business Bureau, and it's something I've seen over and over. When you get a gift card or a coupon, use it. Use it as fast as you can. Now, it's one thing if it's something like a Starbucks gift card. I think Starbucks is still going to be pouring coffee for a while. But with local restaurants, a lot of times – when they're selling gift cards, that means they're trying to raise capital and raise money. We've, over and over at the holidays, we have restaurants who really push gift cards and even run two-for-one specials during the holidays, and then they go out of business at New Year's. So just be warned that if you buy a gift card, go ahead and use it as soon as you can. Now, the reason I bring this up, and it doesn't, I mean, not directly related, but we had a big closing uh, coming up. Uh, Bravo will close on Hewlett and Fort Worth. Now, Bravo has not been really pushing gift cards or promoting, but they do advertise them. If you get one, if you have it, you can use it at the Bravo on Hewlett until November 1st, or you could, after that, you can use it at the Brio in Southlake. You know, uh, Robert, this is an Ohio-based restaurant company with some good Italian uh, concepts, but this is two times now they've opened Bravo and, and failed in, in Arlington and Fort Worth.
1: So that, I was about to ask about the Arlington location because I, I thought they have- – I, w- I knew they had one in Arlington. I wasn't sure when it had closed or if it had closed.
0: They were one of the first Arlington Highlands restaurants, and they, they came in and went out. So this is – Bravo was like a macaroni grill level version of Brio. Brio was a little nicer.
1: Brio is is more or less in my neighborhood since I live in North Tarrant County. It's the one in Southlake. It's about 20 minutes from my house. Uh, Bravo is more in Steve's neighborhood.
2: Yes. and uh, We used to go there, and it, it seemed – like it was pretty
0: busy it's a a good chain italian restaurant well the the company like all uh, and this is the bigger picture chain restaurant companies are in big trouble because the millennials uh, who we talk about all the time and we hope many listen uh, millennials prefer unique local restaurants what do we talk about all the time here unique local restaurants so a whole generation is turning away from the applebee's and olive gardens of the world so chain restaurants in general are in trouble about 600 chain restaurants will close nationwide this year, and the Bravo Brio Company, which is based in Ohio, is one that's that's been hit. Uh, not not as hard as some others, but they've had to close several locations. They were bought by this Swiss hedge fund, which is funded out of Bermuda. You know, I don't kind of understand. I just I just eat the lasagna. You know, mm-hmm. I don't understand where the where the pasta come, You know, where the money comes from. But uh, so the Bravo and Hewlett's closed, and that's the third um, that's the third flop in that location. If you have the, uh, it started out as a garden buffet. I can't think of the name of the, you know, exactly what it was. And then it was the Covey, one of the first brewpubs.
1: I've oh, forgotten about the Covey. I yeah. like the Covey.
0: So it, it, uh, so it's, uh, we'll have a new, a new restaurant of some kind on Hewland. So, uh, Bravo is open right now, is open until November 11th. After that, use gift cards at Brio and just be careful about using up gift cards now there was a big closing in north tarrant county too robert
1: well um i don't know if i would define it as big big to us big to us liberty burger yeah burgers are big for us yeah burgers are big for us liberty burger was actually was a uh contestant in the 2017 uh battle of the burgers and uh got it to the round of eight and lost to eventual champion freds um it's a dallas-based chain um Almost all of its locations are in Dallas-Fort Worth. There is um, one satellite location for some reason in Jackson, Wyoming. Um, they uh, It's founded by, um, oh, what is uh, street's first name? Muriel Street.
0: Gene Street? Jean,
1: it was the daughter, Jean okay. Street's daughter, mm-hmm. uh, who is behind the Black Eyed Pea, Street's fine, uh, fine Chicken in Dallas, and a couple of other restaurants. And um, the... Dallas headquarters severed um, uh, a relationship with a franchisee who uh, ran four Liberty Burgers, including uh, the one in uh, Presidio Junction in uh, far north Fort Worth. It's was about um, five minutes from my house. I went there fairly often. Uh, I never had an issue there. Mm. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know what the problem is. The service was... Um, For a fast casual restaurant, I actually thought it was a little above and beyond. They would, um, if you had a large party, they would send several servers out to your table at once with your burgers. And um, um, the burgers were generally pretty good, as as it tends to happen a lot to me. uh, The restaurants that kind of do the gourmet type burgers, I always thought their best burger was their basic, get the Liberty burger with bacon and cheese. I thought it was a pretty good burger.
2: So this is one franch franchiser right. that, that they closed all right. his. They, they, they but several, there's other franchisers that are still open. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's several still open in um, Dallas and in Collin there's two in Dallas and um a few in Collin County.
0: Well, you know, uh, and
1: should- and to um add to that, they're in negotiation with a lot of other franchisees and the the although they didn't say this explicitly, the indication was that they're gonna be back in Tarrant County.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. It uh, seems like we should have had our legal counsel on the show today. Our counsel, <laughs> the uh, you know, anytime that we're having a dining podcast and the phrase "severed relationship with a franchisee" comes <laughs> up, you know, it, it's getting uh, it's getting way off the uh, the Burger Central and the burger it's it's way off the menu fries. Right. So, uh, so we have uh, these all this news about about closings and gift cards and all this. Let's talk about what's opening because there's some new stuff and it's fun and O M G Tacos. Is opening this weekend. It's another um, um, fancified taco place and it's opening in
1: West 7th. Right. And uh, uh I don't think any of us has been there. there. There, there are some in Dallas County. Um, but it, it looks like from their menu, it looks like your basic, uh, you know, kind of assembly line thing pick your base, pick your um, your tortilla, pick the vegetables you want to go on it. Um, they did have a couple of unusual items on the menu. It is, uh, going to be in the West 7th area in the same building as Xenathai and um, Ampersand and uh, Coyote Ugly.
0: Maybe you can get a Xenathai at Zenithai. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: um, Or a Xenathai Taco. That's right. Um, also, um, I, Bud has dropped by here for Sisters. Uh, Taste of Vietnam is about is it's in soft opening, mode. Uh as we speak on um, South Main, and that's York. in that
0: beautiful new building on South Main, just north of Rosedale, in front of Pouring Glory, and, and uh, you know, I mean that you know everything about Four Sisters looks like it's going to be popular. A former chef from Shinjuku and, and Tokyo Cafe doing homespun Vietnamese food.
1: He named this restaurant for his uh, sisters. And as I recall, he he shared a bedroom with the sisters, and he had to get up first, so he helped his mom cook. And it's mom and ma- grandmom's cooking.
0: Mom and grandmom's cooking, and, and name for the sisters, and it's uh, it's on South Main, um, you know, north of between Pennsylvania and Rosedale. So. And
2: they're just open for. For dinner right now. Yeah,
0: well, they, they are um, as we record here today. They're still in soft open, but mm-hmm. by the uh, by mid-November they'll be open lunch and dinner. They'll be open regular hours. Oh, well, that'd so. be great because that's so, pretty close to here. I, I wouldn't for, mind I'm getting it a little bit. It looks like uh, it looks like everything we love about good Vietnamese restaurants. Um, you know, fresh and, and uh, familiar. Uh, they say the beef fob uh, has been one of the biggest hits so far, uh, with cocktails and a bar and a, an a upscale atmosphere. It looks like it's really the first destination restaurant, I think, in South Main Village. We can talk about the oldest destination restaurant in South Main Village is also uh, is kind of tuning up a little bit. Uh, Jesus Barbecue and Family Restaurant, which is really not known for barbecue, but is known for enchiladas and chicken fried steak. Uh, the, the, and people see the sign and call it Jesus Barbecue. But uh, Jesus Barbecue... Is, is will be renovating. Uh, South Main is jazzing up a little bit, and so, so uh, Jesus Barbecue, after 50 years, is adding some new booths in the dining room, a new coat of paint, redoing the windows and doors so it doesn't quite look so much like a, a tough neighborhood now that it's you've got all the nice trees outside and people riding bicycles up and down every day. I went by yesterday and saw uh, Jesus Borja, who who has been running it he's 89 years old and he still makes the chicken fried steaks oh. and so this is the restaurant if you miss the old time diners coffee shops if you miss the the if your favorite plate lunch cafe or your favorite old timey tex mex restaurant is gone uh, Jesus has it all in one and you can have chips hot sauce and chicken fried steak all in the same place it's one of the best Dive hole in the wall places in Fort Worth, so that's on South Main. Also, that's on South Main, and they're renovating that. It's right by the old manor of Orton Terry. So have driven There'll be more on South yeah. Main.
1: I have driven by that restaurant many times, and uh, I've never gone in. But Bud is making me, you know, want to go there for lunch. You know, mm-hmm. I, there
0: was a time when people didn't feel like they could go in because there were, you know, there was a different crowd hanging out on South Main. But now it's it it fits the the, the definition of a of a great, uh, you know, old-time, f- iconic Fort Worth restaurant. So wow. 50 years on an 89-year-old man making chicken fried <laughs> steaks and great homemade fried pies. So that's they're known mainly for their fried pies. So uh, Jesus is re- uh, will renovate, and uh, Four Sisters is open. And then Sammy's Barbecue, the other big news is that Sammy's, which we've been waiting for this whole smoke pit Sammy's amalgamation. The owner of the smoke pit, which was closer to downtown, now, whose name is Sam bought Sammy's, which had closed, so now he's the third Sam to own Sammy's in its 70 year history. He's moving the smoke pit barbecue, lock stock traditions and big pork chops to Sammy's. and he's remodeled, it, put in new pits. the old they had these wonderful old pits, but they don't even fit city code anymore. so yeah. he had to bring in new pits. So the uh, but Sammy's will reopen in mid-november. For lunch only at first and then lunch and dinner, and it'll have some of the uh, rowdy barbecue beer drinking tradition that the smoke pit used to have. When you
1: say smoke pit traditions, does that include the waitresses?
0: Well, you know, the waitresses had been toned down a little bit. The waitresses at one point were, uh, the waitresses at lunch were some of the same servers who worked at the strip joint across the street at night. And so you had a certain character about uh, Sammy's that was, it was sort of like a, uh, uh, back road version of a Hooters or something at times, but uh, that has been toned down in recent years at the Smoke Pit, and I assume that they'll be uh, slightly um, fo- more fully dressed when Sammy's reopens. And, and of course, he's he's marketing Sammy's to reunions and groups, and and uh, it's not just the uh, the beer drinking courthouse lawyer crowd.
1: Now, I often on my one of my routes home drive by the old Smoke Pit location where there is now um, an empty building with a chain-link fence surrounding a lot of property, not just Smoke Pit, not the, just the little tamale building next door, but practically everything up to the gas station at the corner of Belknap and um, Sylvania. Um, so do we know what's going in there?
0: I think it's another giant downtown apartment complex with retail on the lower floor, but I don't know exactly. And that really an interesting
1: me, place to put one of those. That reminds
0: <laughs> me we need to find out about the Tamale King. And whether the owners of the Tamale King have reloaded, re- relocated somewhere else for the holidays, that was that was a, a big stop. Was the Tamale King? Questions we will answer on a future eats meat podcast. Uh, we, I know that Thanksgiving is coming up, and my one word about Thanksgiving is book your reservations now. I looked at Open Table, and if you have like a family of six, uh, some of the restaurants like Capital Grills booking up, Lucille's is booking up, some of the restaurants that have more four tops and, and don't have. Many accommodations for six or eight or ten are starting to fill up. Silver Fox is even booked up for a couple of hours. So uh, if you're if you're booking for Thanksgiving, jump in now. Do one of you have a Thanksgiving?
1: So we we um, we're hearing from um, um, Bird Cafe and uh, in and uh, Del Frisco's Grill in Sundance Square Plaza uh, are both um, doing Thanksgiving. They traditionally do Thanksgiving meal um b&b butchers and crew in shops of Clearfork. i've heard from both of them that they're going to be doing thanksgiving stuff and b&b will also have some stuff to um believe you can order some takeout thanksgiving yeah i was too.
2: there this weekend and they had a big poster up with the uh, buying a turkey bite a pound and uh, some real expensive prime rib
1: <laughs> and i would expect um you know we we get these press releases um and i i Typically, for the past couple of years, I've tried to do a fairly comprehensive roundup of um, what's open for Thanksgiving, and but often includes that in his Eat Speeds columns as well. Um, but sometimes, all you have to do is go into Facebook and search for Thanksgiving, and you'll see a whole bunch of places pop up. Because that that's where we
0: get our information.
1: <laughs> it is. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, social media is a valuable tool right now, especially for restaurants. Um, sometimes you'll find out about a restaurant closing via social media which is how we found out about liberty burger
0: well you know one of the one of the other thanksgivings i already know about miss barbie has texted in from heaven's gate which is the uh, homey little buffet restaurant uh, by meacham airport in fort worth if you miss the the buffets they used to have advanced godby's or some of the other uh you know country small town restaurants where you go in and there's a big steam table with you know roast beef and chicken and vegetables and turkey and dressing and a salad bar and everything Um, heaven's gate still has that on on north main and fort worth and she's taking reservations for thanksgiving and lunch is 15.99 children 9.99 go by and take a look and she runs a buffet uh, every day at lunch and several nights a week and there's also a breakfast buffet on weekends so go in and take a look and see if you like it. See if you'd like to take your family there. Uh, it's uh, Heaven's Gate is 3820 North Main.
1: And just, just a couple of, I, that I haven't really received any, any information on, but I, I know we'll do at Ranchman's um, Cafe. Ranchman's,
0: yeah. And in, they always book up.
1: In uh, Ponder.
0: The most wonderful I little homespun went, Thanksgiving.
1: Went with uh, my wife's family a few years ago. And there are several dietary um, preferences and needs in my wife's family. And they were able to meet all of them, including... Uh, serving a couple of vegetarian uh, meals on Thanksgiving, and then vegetarians um, and pounders. Yeah, they were kidding? great about it. They were saying you, you think you're walking into this old school steakhouse, but they were they were ready for it. They were yeah. really great. The
0: college students at UNT have trained them well.
1: And uh, Mimi's Cafe uh, is there just one left or two left in Tarrant County? Is it Grapevine in uh, what time is it now? Yeah, <laughs> uh, but they they tend to do a good Thanksgiving meal. And um, there's there's a few other chains that will do that too. And even have a release from Cowboy Chicken, which I believe has one Southwest Fort Worth location. Yeah, a big one
0: right off the tollway. So you can get very quickly to Cowboy Chicken from anywhere. And in they
1: won't be doing the, the meal, but you can get a uh, Thanksgiving meal from them. For, the beef turkey? A yeah. A rotisserie yeah, a chicken or a turkey? Yeah. You know that's a good question, and because all they do is rotisserie chicken. Yeah, so mm-hmm. um, it might just be rotisserie chicken. Yeah, so they, mm-hmm.
2: they do chicken enchiladas there too, yeah. which I'm sure is with rotisserie chicken. But you don't need,
1: you know, nobody says you need a turkey for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You can even mm-hmm. you can even buck the whole system. And uh, a couple of years, uh, my wife and I went to uh, Laduni uh, Cafe and Bakery in mm-hmm. Dallas, which does South American food, and ate mm-hmm. there.
0: No, 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 no. I'm not turkey, a traditionalist. The bucking the system is having smoked turkey instead of baked turkey. You know, it's like turkey and dressing, not stuffing. You know, bucking the system can only lead to disaster on Thanksgiving.
1: What I usually do is try to um, get something that's fairly close to Thanksgiving. And uh, um, I also like to do things like um, running into it, find the places that have the Thanksgiving sandwiches that have or... Places like Turkey and Cranberry, yes, um, which has Thanksgiving, a, Thanksgiving waffle. Yeah, three, a, Thanksgiving three sixty five. It's turkey and waffles. That's Rosaco's
2: in Bedford. I always thought Whataburger was uh, the uh, Thanksgiving sandwich of choice.
0: Uh, I've done that. Then, I've
1: actually been uh, very long ago. I was in a subway on Thanksgiving. You they know, do have turkey, but they didn't look very happy about I it.
0: I hope that all of you, if you, you know, if you are going to have your Thanksgiving at first Chinese barbecue or somewhere, that just leaves more room for That's me. That's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's Christmas. Okay, all right. Well, and we'll get around to that on an upcoming Eat Speed podcast. Until then, I am Bud Kennedy. I am Robert Tilson. And Steve Wilson.